Du 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 du. Du 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 du. Murder time. Hello, hello. Welcome to Gruesome Bacon. This is our very first episode ever. I'm kind of excited. Me too. Um, this is your host Jonathan, aka John, whatever you like. And this is Alex, just Alex. The audacity. So we're just two <laughs> idiot friends who are into murders, true crime stories, and some horrifying urban legends. Yeah, the only problem is when listening to podcasts, we only hear about North America. Mostly, I would Mostly say. Mostly North America. We don't hear about the rest of the world. We hear about Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy. Or the BTK. I don't know who that is. We'll have to cover them later on, but mostly hear about them. But we're here to shed some light on gruesome stories. On the other side of the, the world. the other side of the world. Yes, exactly. Totally. If you like our podcast, please subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast from. And we'll try to upload on a weekly basis. Yes. Thank you. So let's dive into our very first case ever today. So Alex, um, before we actually dive into today's story, I would like to ask you a question. Okay. Do you like Chinese food? I love Chinese food. Yes. Do you like dim sum? Yes, I like dim sum, dumplings, um, wontons. Yes, I do. Perfect. Do you like chashu bao? Um, if there's like a beef or shrimp or vegetarian version, then yes. Well, that's a no then, because it's pork <laughs> bun. I can't have pork. Well, I guess I found the wrong host. Excuse me, get out of here. Girl, bye. Like, <laughs> so rude. Because today's case is literally just about pork bun, about the delis- cha- delicious chashu baos. Well, oh. well, we'll get into that later. Um, okay. But, but if you're eating, I suggest you to finish first. Or probably or eat a little later. Wait. Yeah, maybe yeah. just wait a little bit. Yeah, just so you can enjoy your food and also the story, but definitely not at the same time because it's really gruesome. All right. All right. Let's get into today's story. Yep. So today's story is kind of an oldie. Um, happened 36 years ago. That's not old. We're closer to 36. <laughs> okay, I guess we're old then. Yeah, Ugh. we are old. Okay, fine. We're old. It's not that long. Um, yeah, that happened 36 years ago in an old Portuguese, old Portuguese <laughs> colony of Macau. <laughs> My what? Macau. My cow. How about that? <laughs> My cow. Yeah, Macau. All right. So, do you know what Macau, where Macau is? I know that it's in Asia, but I don't know in what area. I don't know if it's like if it's own, its own country or if it's just like in a different country. Okay, so Macau is actually a city. Okay. Uh, right now, Macau. Well, it used to be the British. Um, not British. Sorry, that's Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Macau used to be the Portuguese colony uh, in the old days. Okay. However, it was handed over to China in 1999. So right oh, that's now, really recent. yeah, it's really recent. Uh, so Macau is actually officially named Macau Special um, Administrative Region of the People's Republic Republic of China. I can't. That's I just so long. can't say that it's name. It's just Macau. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. Just my cow. So it's <laughs> basically a part of China, I guess. Okay. Yeah. By jurisdictions. Okay. <laughs> um, it's it's literally in China. Okay. Um, by the Western Pearl River Delta, um, by Southern China, I would say, right next to Hong Kong. That's why if you live in Hong Kong, actually a lot of people, uh, Hong Kong residents would just take a boat, okay. um, for a short trip, like vacation, ish. Okay. 
Or like a day trip or something. Ish. The main purpose of them going to Hong, going to Macau from Hong Kong is to gamble. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Macau has a it. lot of casinos and they're basically that's why Macau is also named uh, the Las Vegas of Asia. Oh, okay. So yeah. you you have to have like enough money to like go gamble in the first place. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, personally, I've never been to Macau. I heard the food yeah. is quite amazing. I really want to go. Yeah, same. Yeah, let's go together sometime. Yeah. When the pandy is over. Yeah. When stupid the, pandemic. A uh, stupid pandemic. The panorama. <laughs> the panorama. The panorama. <laughs> yeah, let's do. Wait till the panorama's over. Let's go to Macau so exactly. we can have some. We can have some tasty bows there. And some well, egg tarts. Well, I'm not gonna have char siu bao. I'll just have like dumplings. Ah, you're just not very cooperative. Okay, let's. <laughs> I can't have it. <laughs> okay, let's actually dive into today's story. All right. Okay, so the story happened on August eighth, nineteen eighty five. You know what's funny? That's my mom's birthday. Actually, August eighth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's considered I an unlucky day some, then. Uh, some questions, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but she was not one. born in 1985. That's oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh well, or that's that's kind of impossible though, genetically. Yeah, genetically, if I <laughs> that'd be horrible. If she was my totally. born in 1985. Okay. Totally right. <laughs> okay, let's get into the story. So, a swimmer on a day, okay. a swimmer was just chilling around a beach because there's a lot of beaches um, in Hong Kong and and Macau. Macau and Macau. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like, my family's from Hong Kong, so I just, I'm always you talking about Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong okay, Kong. makes sense. Yeah. But both Hong Kong and Macau were surrounded. They're kind of islands. Okay. Uh, they're all surrounded by water. Uh, literally, the ocean. Okay. Right? Um, so, there's a lot of beaches around there. So, a swimmer was just chilling around on a beach, um, mm-hmm. you know, having a beach slash swimming day. Okay. Um, as he was chilling on the beach, he found a suspect... Ugh. Suspicious. Suspicious. Sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> uh, he found a super okay. suspicious bag on the beach. It's a black bag. Okay. So, when I see stuff like that, I would personally just stay away because I knew shit is yeah. going down. Yeah, that's the true. The mushroom is going down. The mushroom is going down. Yeah, I wouldn't get any closer. No. Uh, but curiosity killed a cat. This dude decided to go up. Yeah. To take a look. Mm-hmm. Guess what he found? Wild guess. Um, either animals or humans. Yes. So he found which one? <laughs> <laughs> he found eight pieces of human remains in the bag. Like someone cut up someone like eight times. Yes. Well, I mean, at that point they didn't know if it was cut up by anybody, yeah. so they called the police instantly yeah so after the police got there mm-hmm. so they started investigating and at the at the beginning right yeah obviously the police were sus- suspecting um that those humans could be like the, those human bo- body parts could be just you know smugglers from mainland china okay. um ba- basically when they're trying to get into macau mm-hmm. and they got into some sort of accident and got attacked okay. by an animal like most likely shark yeah so it was a shark attack, shockers. <laughs> but obviously, obviously, it was not. So after taking the body parts into um into the police station, yeah. So they did autopsy, mm-hmm. and the results came back rather shocking, because okay. what they realized was 
the cuts that are made to the uh, to the severed body parts yeah. were all clean cut, which means those were made not by the shark teeth. Those were made by some specific sharp object. Like a knife or a saw or something? Something like that. Damn. So yeah, that's that's really bad. Instantly, it's not animal attack anymore. It's identified as a murder. Okay. So after a few days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like literally a few days later, um, after doing an autopsy, so the forensic uh, forensic team mm-hmm. actually decided those body parts. Guess what? Those what? body parts were not just one person. It was multiple people in the bag? It was decided those body parts to belong to four different people. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was really bad. So it was just like, like a bunch of cut up random pieces of human beings. Yes. Oh my God. So exactly, that's what happened. So guess what? Another three body parts were actually uh, found on the shores in the following weeks on Macanese beaches. So wait, they okay. So there's multiple people in that bag, and they found another set. Yeah, they found another batch. Another f- set of f- body batch? parts. Oh my god! In the following weeks, and then instantly because that's so you know that's something unusual, and you yeah. know you got a murder on loose right now. Yeah. So the police decided, oh my god, this is a high attention case. It's yeah, yeah it's gonna be bad. And instantly they start investigating. So during during the course of of investigation, they actually received a report of a missing persons case from mainland China. So uh, allegedly, there's a guy, his name is Zen Lin, Mm -hmm. have been allegedly missing for months. Okay. Uh, Apparently, this guy used to mail back money from Macau. Well, he lives in Macau. was it like whether he's a resident there? I don't care. I don't care. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So he used to mail back money to um, his family back in mainland China. Okay. So apparently he didn't mail any money back for months, and they just completely cut off contact with each other. So um, the family on the other side just got really agitated, and they got really suspicious, and they decided to contact mm-hmm. the police force in Macau just to figure out what's what's going on. Maybe something sinister actually happened to their family in Macau. Yeah. Okay. So makes sense. Um, I what I heard was, um, basically the family on uh, on the other side, a man in China, just kept on writing to um to the police force. Finally, they started getting attention from the police police force. So they decided to look into this guy Zen Lin, and after just a brief look, they were like, "Oh my gosh, guess what? This guy." can be possibly connected to our body parts the finding of our body parts and after some uh, yeah literally after a series of um, of tests and examinations and they decided guess what those body parts actually belong to zen lin and his family someone killed his whole family yeah that is so sad his whole family in macau was killed and dismembered and disposed of Damn. that was really sad all right so after a lot of D's. exactly dead dismembered discarded i know <laughs> discarded <laughs> of the body oh my god <laughs> yeah so the police actually decided oh that's it for basically 
the case turned cold, right? Okay. But because of this, after connecting to uh, to the loose ends, they decided, you know what? It could be a conclusion that those human body uh, human body parts just um, belong to Zenlin. So they decided to look into Zenlin. Who is Zenlin? So it turned out Zenlin was a businessman in Macau, originally from mainland China. He moved to Macau to make a better living for himself yeah. and also to be able to support his family back in mainland China, right? Mm-hmm. So he was a really hardworking businessman. Wait, so he had his family in Macau, but so like his parents, I guess? I guess, I guess his parents Macau? used to live in, uh, he's from mainland China. Yeah. Parents are still in mainland China. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was living in Macau with his sister mm-hmm. and then he probably met his wife in Macau. And they had kids, Mm. right? So started a new life in Macau. Basically, that's what happened. So he was a really hardworking businessman. What he used to do was he used to own uh, one of the street vendors, like a street food stand. Yeah. Um, We don't see a lot of them here in Canada, but um, it's kind of like a food truck, but much, much smaller. They don't own a car. It's more like kind of like a a, a tricycle. Yeah, like a station, but like a mobile station. You can just roll it around. Okay. Right. Um, so that's what he used to own. So the business actually got quite successful. So he decided to mm-hmm. move that street stand into a fancy formal dining. Actually, well, just kidding. Just just to make, make sure uh, they don't stay on the streets anymore, because a lot of times mm-hmm. those stands are not legal. Oh, so they, they get chased by the police a lot. That's kind of sad. That's hard too. it's hard to make a living like that. So yeah. after uh, the successful the success. Uh, and they decided to open up a restaurant. And they guess what? They decided to name the restaurant Aiden Mortos Restaurant. Do you know what that means? Well, I think it's like Chinese mythology, right? It is. It is, actually. I'm Wow, a lot of people actually don't know that. Um, it's kind of like Greek mythology. But uh, yeah. in, China, in China, they also have like a different set of gods. Yeah. That's kind of different in Chinese culture. So, uh, so yeah. The restaurant was named Eight Immortals, and which was actually attached to a hotel with the same name. So, did they own that hotel, or just like I don't? Uh, no sources were reporting about the ownership to the hotel, but okay. they definitely um, opened up that restaurant and operated the restaurant since the 19, 1960s. Okay. Yeah. The actually the whole, uh, the restaurant was quite successful as well because it's mm-hmm. just a family-owned business serving the neighborhood so a lot of the regulars are just their neighbors and mm-hmm. um it's kind of like a quaint um you know like a like old uh hong kong style okay. serving you yeah, know yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so it was quite successful um at the time however uh they both had a really bad habit uh which police will later find out they were into gambling. Oh. That's just a mm. formula for disaster. Yeah. No matter how successful your business is, if yeah. you're into gambling, you're making money. In the meantime, you're gambling away more. Yeah. You're just not, not uh, really responsible because like not really. on one hand, you're gambling and you're trying to win money. But if you lose a lot, like your business is at stake, right? So Totally. Totally. Okay. So anyway, after learning that they... they used to own um a, a restaurant so they actually decided to pay a visit to the restaurant okay shockers the re- the owners were killed and missing mm-hmm. and guess what the restaurant was still operating the hell it was still blooming isn't it weird yeah 
So they uh, they decided to go into the restaurant and talk to the staff and realized that there's another guy that's in charge right now at that at that mo- that at that moment. Mm-hmm. So his name is Wang Zi Hen. Well, we're just for the short, yeah. uh, for the convenience, we're just gonna we're just gonna call him Huang because I, I have a hard time pronouncing Chinese names, okay. even though I'm Chinese myself. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they decided to go talk to Huang Zihan, right? Yeah. Who is this guy? It's just he just came out out of nowhere and decided to take over the business after they die. Like there's gotta be something wrong with him. Yeah. So they decided to talk to Huang Zihan, be like, hey. Do you know Zen Lin? And Huang Zihan was there. Oh, yeah. Like, we used to be friends, but, like, he decided to go out of Macau. So they decided to just move back to mainland China mm-hmm. because some stuff happened to their family. And that sounds really fishy to me. I don't know. I don't know about, I don't know about you. That sounds really fishy to me. Well, I mean, they're the police, so they know already. Totally. Right? If I think it's fishy. Unless he, like, like. Yeah. I mean, and next thing you know. He honestly thinks like, yeah, they went back. So no, like any... especially if he told him that like he was going back. Yeah, exactly. Especially after they realize they have the body already, they yeah. know those people are dead. Yeah. Right. So they know this guy is lying. So they decided to look into this guy's background. Who is Huang Zihen? So actually, you know what? Mm. I, I know it's kind of weird that they're going through his personal assets, but I mean, they totally have the authority to do that. So they looked into Wang Zihen's uh, personal assets. Guess what they found in there? What? <laughs> they found his passport, mm-hmm. his ID, and also student IDs for the uh, for the Zen family. He had that all like on him? Everything. What an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Not on him, but like, you know, in the but pile like, no, of his personal like, belongings. Yeah, it was in his possession. Like, he should Yes, he had that in his possession. Oh, well, <laughs> well I don't know amateur. why he didn't get, get rid of those items, <laughs> but he had those, and those are just solid proof yeah. that he had something to Suspicious. do with this murder. And yeah. I'm so sorry. That was just my computer. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they found that he has all those documents. And guess what? What? You're officially a murderer or a suspect, at least at this point. Yeah. And so Huang was actually pretty smart himself. He knew the police are onto him and he was trying to flee out of Macau. Oh. But that was, unsuc- uh, that was unsuccessful. So he actually got apprehended right at the custom before he actually gets into mainland China. So after he was apprehended, um, arrested. The police decided to um, interrogate him. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, he just refused to say anything. But later on, he finally conf- confessed to the murders of guess how many people? Guess. Well, the f- four people, right? Like the uh-uh. It's more than double of that. It's more than eight? He killed 10 people in total of the Zen family. So he, wait, hold on. So, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He killed four people. That's the Zen family, right? No. They only found eight people. They thought it was eight people. No. No. Four people. Yeah. No, they thought it was four people because of the body parts. No. He confessed that he killed the whole family, including Zen, his wife, his kids, 
and also his sister, who doesn't even live with him. So he went and found her and killed her? Ish. Okay, now I'm going to unwrap the uh, unwrap the whole story mm. of what happened exactly, right? As, pre- uh, as previously mentioned that um, Zen and his wife, they're successful business people, and they also kind of like gambling, playing some mahjong, you yeah. know? When we do it, me and Jacqueline. Yeah. And uh, Alex, when we do it, we kind of just do it like a like a like a random you know like a leisure activity. However, for them, oh, that's like a career. Yeah, <laughs> they like to gamble. They go all the way in. So, in, actually, it traces all the way back to 1984. Guess what? Huang Zihen and Zen Lin they actually met on the mahjong table. I'm not sure if they're actually playing play mahjong. I'm just making it up. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but they were gambling. They're gambling. Yeah. So they met on the gambling table and instantly became acquaintances, right? Okay. So they're my young buddies. So in uh, 1984, there's one random night. Is It was just a hot night. I assume. <laughs> it was just a hot night. <laughs> hot night. In, uh, in Macau. And they were playing Mahjong all night, you know, with some alcohol and some gambling going on. Everyone was having fun. Guess what? Juan and Zen became involved in a series of high-risk bets. And in the end, Juan was the winner. So he basically won 180,000 pataka from Zen. You guys might ask me what pataka is. I had, I, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm uneducated. I had to Google it. <laughs> so it's basically a Macanese um, currency. Like currency? Okay. It's like Canadian dollars, but it's the Macanese dollars. So uh, he ended up losing, like Zen ended up losing $180,000, basically. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So the Zen family was never able to pay it off because it's a lot of money, as we mentioned. So mm. guess what? They, they made a deal, a verbal agreement. So they're trying to pay it off within a year. But if they couldn't pay it off within a year, guess what? They decided to hand over the ownership slash the mortgage at the restaurant to Huang. So after a year, if they can, if they couldn't pay it off, Huang would take over the business. He would be the official owner of the restaurant. Right? So that was basically, this part was actually pertinent to the whole story mm-hmm. because that results in the fatal death of the whole family of Zens. So, um... The crime of eight immortals actually took uh, took place on the night of August 4th, 1985. Literally five days, I would say. Wait, eight? Four days. I'm so sorry. My math is so bad. <laughs> Literally four days, of, um, four days before the bodies were found. So nine members of the Zen family. They have a big family. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they have nine, like, literally seven kids, if you think, like, if you look into it. There's six kids because the parents plus the sister. No, 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 no. Plus the sister, plus the sister, that's 10 people. So that's like okay. nine plus two, uh, nine minus two. So they have seven kids. That's, that's a, that's a little army there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the family, um, because they own the business. So everyone is trying to help out. It's just like a typical family business. And um, the Zen family was busy cleaning up the restaurant after a busy day of operations. As they're closing down, all the customers were out. Guess who showed up at the door? Is Huang. He was here for his money. Because literally, um, after a year, Zen family actually stopped paying 
Juan for his uh, for his money. Like they stopped paying for their for their debt. So Juan was really agitated. They're like, he was like, yo, yo, dudes, what's going on? So he showed up at the door um, and asked, uh, basically asked Zen Lin for his money. He was asking for 30,000 Pataka at the time. It's kind of like an interest, right? Um, So actually throughout the year, based on basically what they owed to him, which was 180,000. Yeah. They just kept gambling. And Zen just kept on losing. So they ended up rolling the whole amount to $600,000 or Pataka at the time. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. So basically that night, Huang showed up at the door trying to ask for, it's kind of like interest, you know, for like 30 grand. Yeah. And Zen was like, no, I'm not going to give you any money. So he refused to pay the money. So Huang was like, because of the deal with me before, it's been a year and you just can't pay off your debt. I'm going to ask you to hand over your restaurant, whether you're willing to do that or not. Mm-hmm. So Zen, of course, re- refused to do that. Why would I give you my restaurant? That's crazy. Like, because I lose some money. I lost some money on the on the gambling table. And you want to take over my whole family business? Nah, that's not going to happen. I mean, he doesn't owe him money. He lost a lot. You know what I mean? True. So he should have been paying it back. True. But it doesn't mean he should be killed. No, no, no. it doesn't mean he should be killed. Right? So uh, after the refusal, yeah, uh, they kind of got into some sort of altercation. And Huang got increasingly agitated. And uh, guess what? He decided, mm-hmm. he decided to... Hold Zen's son hostile. You mean hostage? I mean, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, hostage. Oh my god, I can't talk today. Um, yeah, he decided to hold um Zen's son hostage, and instantly he broke glass bottle. So using the jagged glass bottle okay. as a weapon to threaten the whole family, basically asking the whole family to tie every tie themselves up and gag themselves. However, in the whole process. One of the family members actually broke free and started screaming, bloody murder, bloody murder. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's the dumbest thing to do. Wow, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, not victim shaming, but um, I don't suggest any one of you guys to do it under such a hostile situation. Yeah. It's just not very sure. smart. Not very smart. So, uh, and guess what happened? Because of the screaming, of course, Juan got, like, pan- he panicked. Yeah. And he started, like, stabbing um stop started stabbing her well i assume that's either the daughter or um the mother of the family which yeah. is the wife of zen lins right obviously so this person mm-hmm. was killed uh with the other eight people sitting there witnessing the whole thing obviously i can't live i can't let you guys leave a little like uh, carry on with your life either yeah. i have to kill you so yeah. i can't let you live yeah so he decided yeah. to kill the whole family of nine people and because they they know each other previously right yeah so he knows quite well of uh, of the zen family so he knows that apart from the nine people of the family here zen still has a sister also li- lives nearby so he actually caught the zen sister to come Wait, so over the sister wasn't there with them when no kidnapped no 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 the sister was not there at the spot but he actually lured the sister over I, I don't know how, uh, allegedly by the phone. So he called the sister over and the sister actually came over and got murdered as well. God damn. It was brutal. It was so gruesome. 
And guess what happened after? Now he has like 10 dead bodies on his hand and he needs to think about the way to, um, you know, a proper way to dispose of the bodies, right? Yeah. Otherwise, he is going to get in jail. Oh, yeah. No shiitake <laughs> <laughs> no mushroom. No mushroom. For sure. So, um, Juan actually decided to dismember all the bodies. And I'm not sure what's the deal with this guy, literally. He dismembered all 10 bodies in the course of eight hours. Just in case you you guys don't know, dismembering a body is not easy. Sometimes if you're amateur, if you dismember a body for the first time, you might take up to two days to dismember a single body. Well, he not did... only is it a hard thing to do, but it's like, wouldn't he feel guilty or like disgusted? Not at all. Mean? Like he didn't feel any kind of way? Not at all. He didn't, not a single gram of remorse. I'm going to actually get into that afterwards. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. So, apparently, Zen was quite a, um, I'm, I'm so sorry to say this, but, like, he's so efficient. He dismembered 10 bodies within 8 hours and bagged them. Uh, so, he dumped a part of them mm-hmm. into the ocean, uh, another part into the landfill, basically um, taken away by the dumpster, uh, okay. by the garbage people. Okay. Garbage collectors. That's what I meant. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, that's basically what happened. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm laughing not because I don't have any um, sympathy for uh, for the victims. It's just I'm nervous laughing right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot. It's so crazy. <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around it. That's just so crazy. And then that's, that's how... Um, he was a freaking idiot because... Obviously, when you know, when you're dumping the body into the ocean, you're supposed to boat out and then, you know, dump it in the middle of the ocean. He freaking just, like, tossed it randomly. No. No shiitake mushroom. People are going to find the human remains on the shore. Duh. Right? Yeah. So, that's basically how everything happened. Um, So, now we can actually look into Juan as a person. This dude has a long history of murdering people. So, obviously, this is not the first time of him murdering someone. So, who is Huang Zihen? So, Huang Zihen was actually an immigrant from uh, mainland China. So, just like Zen Lin, they're both from mainland China. I believe he speaks Cantonese as his first language because I, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, because my Cantonese sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Huang Zihen was born uh, on the mainland China, so the mainland side. And he has two different names, actually. Um, surprisingly, his original name is actually Chen Xu Liang. And then he actually immigrated to Hong Kong in the 1970s. And instantly he changed the name from Chen Xu Liang to Chen Yu Liang uh, in Hong Kong. So in 1973, he was involved in a dispute with, uh, with another guy, basically. Also because of gambling, I guess, this guy owed him money and refused to pay him. And he just accidentally killed this person. And then instantly he fled out of Hong Kong, back to mainland China. And he left, he actually left left Hong Kong in 1973. In 1973, and lived there for a few years in mainland China. And somehow managed to get married to someone, a girl in mainland China. Uh, but the girl, I guess, 
the girl's family just really didn't like him because he just yeah. gives like a he gives like a serial killer kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they're you, you can literally tell, right? Like if you're facing some random like crazy creepy people, you know that. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. They didn't like him at all, so uh, I guess they got a divorce. And that's when he decided to start a new life. He decided to move to to Macau from mainland China. So fleeing out of, not fleeing, to leave China one more time, his motherland. Yeah. And But guess what? Before he actually crossed the border yeah. to Macau, guess what he did? Uh, guess what he did? I don't know. He, because, because he murdered someone in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. people were investigating. They probably knew he was the guy, right? Yeah. So, first of all, he decided to change his identity completely. So, by changing his name from Chen Zhu Liang mm-hmm. to Wang Zihen. Okay. And then, guess what, what else he did? Yeah. He freaking burnt off his fingertips. Like, his fingerprints. What the hell? Just that when he crosses the border, yeah. they wouldn't be able to trace him oh. by fingerprints. Actually, not gonna lie, that's pretty smart, but that's pretty messed up. That's, and, like, so painful yeah, to do to yeah. yourself. That's how My you can God. tell this guy is brutal, even to himself. Like, he can do, you know what he's capable of My now, God. right? That's pretty bad. Yeah. And then, after, uh, basically, he got into Macau, started a new life, um, and then he messed up again. So, killed another family. Uh, another, well, not another family. Uh, killed his first family. Which is oh of 10 people. Yeah. It was just so messed up. And guess what? Instantly, because they, the police, they had solid proof that he was the murderer. Yeah. He instantly got sentenced into jail. Okay. And then when he was in jail, this guy, obviously, you kill kids. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to, well, and with such a high, um, high publicity. Yeah. You know, like everyone knows about your case. When you get in jail, you know your life is not going to be easy. He, he, he instantly got attacked and jumped by, um, by an, a fellow inmate. So, which, yeah. which actually resulted in him being hospital, uh, hospitalized. Oh, shit. Yeah. And when he. mushrooms, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't swear. Jesus. My mind, and then um, after he fully recovered, he got sent back yeah. to jail. And that's where he attempted to murder him. Like, no, not murder him, to commit suicide for the first time. Oh, because he got beat up? I don't know. And that was unsuccessful. And uh, guess what? He did it for the second time. And Mm -hmm. that attempt was successful. So he ended his own life in jail uh, in his own hand by slicing his own wrist on a garbage can lid. The garbage can. Oh, it was one of those like, it's made of metal ones. Metal ones, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's how he sliced his uh, wrist, and he died. Uh, guess what? He left a note for the press. So the note basically states that the only reason why he committed that suicide was not because he was re- uh, he was feeling remorseful, feeling bad for what he did to his own family by killing the whole family of ten people, plus that one person in Hong Kong. 11 counts of murder in total. No, 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 no. He decided to end his own life because he could, he just can't stand suffering from his asthma anymore. What? He killed himself because he doesn't want to suffer from asthma anymore. I'm so pissed. I'm so livid at this point. I can't stand this dude. Oh my God. 
because he has asthma. Asthma. He didn't, even, he didn't even care that like he hurt people. He killed or that he was people. In jail or that he got beat up. He was like, I have asthma. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Deuces. Bye. This world deuces. Wow. Peace out. I can't. I can't take this anymore. That's like a cowardly move. And guess what? Uh, actually, uh, when that happened, yeah. it was in his fifties. Oh, I thought this was like a young guy. No, 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 no. You can only imagine how frigged up this guy is. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Right? So, yeah. So, this is our very first case uh, of the eight immortals murder. So, as I mentioned before, this case was allegedly uh, allegedly connected or related to, um, to pork bun, right? Do you know why? Why? I'm afraid to ask. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Juan, after murdering and dismembering the whole bot, uh, the whole family of ten, yeah, he had been operating the business basically before he got arrested. Yeah. He had been operating the business for months. Mm. So allegedly, urban legend says that Juan used Zen family's body and their meat. And made them into potashu bows and served their customers. That's what he did. He's so messed up. Oh, so God. it's not proven though. It's it, uh, we don't know if you it's can't true tell or not. Because everybody ate and pooped it out. Exactly. Well, obviously. So <laughs> uh, that was just the uh, urban legend. That's why this case is formally named Eight Immortals Restaurant Murders. Yeah. AKA the Pork Bun Murders. Oh God. Yeah. Well, now I'm happy I don't eat them. So. Uh... Lucky me, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, that's everything for this week's murder, uh, this week's true crime case. I okay. hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, um, that freaked me out. Totally. I'm still hungry, though, but... Totally. Oh, my God. Let's go get some Tashi <laughs> Bows from How About Now. <laughs> maybe okay. not for me. Maybe some dumplings. <laughs> some dumplings. Okay, maybe. Uh, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share with your friends. Um... And stay tuned for the next week's episode. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I hope you had fun just like what we did. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our show and my reactions because that freaked me out. Even though I'm still hungry. But... I'm still having goosebumps right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like all over my body. It's crazy. Yeah. I have like a shiver down my spine. Totally. Totally. All right. Um, until the next time, stay safe. Uh, wear a mask. Don't be a Karen. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Try to stay home yeah, if you can. Don't complain about your asthma. Okay. Okay. Don't do that. You can't. You can't wear a mask even though you have your asthma. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Peace out. Bye. bye.